Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of Awesome Awful Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. Uh, this week, uh, we were supposed to do a really awesome one on education. Uh, but, you know, time, things happen, life happens. Uh, Mother Nature decided to fuck us all in the ass with yeah, the... Uh, Mother Nature happens. Yeah, negative, what, I think it got down to negative 23 or something the other day. All I know is that Windchill got to negative 46. Yeah. Negative 46. Fuck That's fucking that insane. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah. don't live in the Arctic. I already hate it here enough. I don't need it to get colder. Yeah. I I was hating my life for those, whatever, three or four days. It, it killed my car. Y- your car yeah. wouldn't start? It, it won't start still. Oh, still won't yeah, start. Like it was, I was wondering whose car you were driving. Is that your mom's? Yeah, it's my mom's. Yeah. Yeah, it's 25 degrees outside. Today it was. And I was like, it felt like nice and balmy after the shit weather we've had. And uh, I figured I was out, literally wearing shorts today. <laughs> but you are wearing shorts. I am. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I went out and cleared off all the snow that was on my car and like let it sit in the sun for a couple hours and nothing. You probably just, just need to replace the battery. Yeah, yeah. Or jump just, it. Yeah. Just I jump don't. It. I tried jumping it. Oh, wouldn't even go after jumping. Wouldn't even go after jumping. Oh yeah. damn. So my battery did. Well, the thing is, because you can trip once you. You turn on a car, it'll like ignition. Yeah. But if you like, you turn it back one, like it'll just turn on all the power to the car. Yeah. And it does that still. So I mean, I guess there's a residual enough power to do that, but not enough to turn it over. I just hmm. hope nothing else. Like it's not. I think I hope it's just the battery that it needs. But it, yeah. it, it doesn't have. It doesn't do the. Uh, it doesn't turn over at all. No, it goes click 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 click. Yeah, that's a battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not a car guy. I'll talk to a mechanic. Nope, I'm taking your word for you, bud. I guess that's fair. But yeah, so this, what we were thinking of is trying to do this education one, which dude, I'm still so really excited about because my mom is joining us and she was a teacher for 20 plus years and she was also a speech language pathologist during that time. So if we're going to talk about the awesome and awful aspects of teaching, you know, better, who better to have than, I mean, of education, who better to have than She has an decent credentials. Yeah. Um, I mean, who, maybe we can get somebody a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just a minor step away from her doctorate, but you know, <laughs> no, whatever. No. Yeah. Ladies can't be doctors. Yes. Am I right, Dan? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this episode we were thinking of doing uh, uh, just kind of like a recap on our last yeah. episode. Yeah, it's, it's, a, 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 it's basically a recap episode. I, I, I was actually thinking when you texted me that, that was a really good idea. Um, I'm thinking like maybe do it like maybe once a month. Yeah, uh, I think that's a good idea too. Yeah, and then kind of, uh, especially when we have a big episode like education coming up, like if we need a couple weeks to uh, um, research, research and, shit, and stuff, yeah. or if like, like the weather happens or something, like... We, uh, this uh, this podcast is really impromptu. Like you know, it's just yeah. like we uh, we don't really have a plan with it. We're just kind of we're just gonna bullshit it, you know. So yeah. So um, I was trying to give my mom the rundown of how this works, and she was like, "Mike, I can't. There's so much to cover in two hours. I can't do it all in two hours." Like, mom, whoa, home to break. Like, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are. It's. Literally, you're going to bring up a topic, and then we're going to diverge for 15 minutes, <laughs> and then we might come back to it. Yeah, uh, but, possibly. Yeah, I was like, it's just, you know, you want to pick a couple of topics from education, and what are the, like, what awesome aspects do you think of that when you do that? And then, 
we're going to discuss it. We're just going to yeah. go back and forth. It's and just kind of see where it goes. It's like we, there's yeah. very little structure to this podcast, right. you know. Yeah. So and and I think that's the beauty of it, you know, because who knows where this shit's going, you know? Seriously, so, I mean, we were. Uh, uh, well, it was my friend Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. Shout she, out to Sarah. She's been excited every time I talk about her. She would text me like, oh, "I heard my name." <laughs> <laughs> Different Sarah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know several. Several. several yeah, we're very, very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but uh, she was like, like, you guys go off topic. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, we were talking about dreams, and now we're on to fungal matter in the Amazon rainforest. What the fuck happened? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it happened. She's like, no, it's still really interesting because you guys are making it interesting, but yeah. fuck. You guys get off on topic. <laughs> this, is like, this is some bizarre connections we make sometimes, you know? Yeah. And we don't even remember how to get back to where we were talking about. It's know? like, wait, 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 how the hell did we get here? It's like, <laughs> no, we took a left turn at Deja Vu, and then we took a U-turn at, you know, Nightmares, and then now we're talking about the political repercussions of the Capitol attack. What? Yeah. <laughs> Somehow we made all of those connect. Yes, we did. Uh... But, you know, so I was going back, looking at over the previous episodes. Bro, so, like we're impromptu, I kind of want to jump around here because there's one thing that, uh, uh, once I got to, once after the Afterlife episode, I was constantly asking people, what do you think happened? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it was, I was texting my friend Sarah, and then she got to the Shout episode. Out to Sarah. And Sarah again, yes. You're our favorite, and, uh, you're our favorite and our only fan. <laughs> <laughs> only fan website. Here it comes. Sarah's yeah. the only subscriber. <laughs> it's OnlyFans, Mike and Dan. Yeah. We have an OnlyFans. We should make an OnlyFans account. It's just <laughs> videotaping us do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Dan will take his shirt off yeah. because he's the one. I'll flex every once in a while. Just like, Ooh, which way's the beach, ladies? <laughs> Uh, but do my yoga. I, I impressed Mike with my yoga earlier he, before this podcast. He really did. Yeah. I got a heart on it. it was, he it does. Was, it was yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. Like Sarah got to it, and uh, her dad passed a couple years ago, sadly, and it was like really unexpected, and it just it really it like it shocked the shit out of me and her too. I mean, it was just it was really. That's unfortunate. Right? Yeah, because her dad was awesome. Like, how old was he? Uh, Sarah, you're gonna yell at me. I'm sorry. I don't know how old he was, but I think he was in his forties. Forties. Yeah, oh, Jesus, and uh, super young. Wow. But uh, Sarah was. We were texting about this and that, and uh, we were texting about the afterlife, and she was like, "So wait, what do you think happens in the afterlife? And like, or do you believe in heaven? Or and after our episode, my whole thinking of what the afterlife is has changed like yeah people are like oh there's heaven and like no there's not heaven there's not hell it's just a singular thing it is Maybe. And this is just <laughs> what i believe oh in, yeah okay, is yeah. that it is the afterlife mm -hmm. now i've read enough uh, uh that one might have been my favorite podcast yeah uh, that one or dreams, dream like those are my those switch my those switch every once in a while. Yeah, dreams yeah. in the afterlife were my two favorites mm -hmm. so far. Yeah, uh, but so like 
what I was I came with, like the afterlife. I've read so many testimonials about near death experiences. I've read, you know, countless books. Oh, I need to add a correction from our afterlife episode as well. Uh, it's called Heaven Is for Real, not twenty or twenty minutes in heaven or twenty nine minutes in heaven or thirty minutes in heaven. That sounds like a sex act. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> I uh, I said oh, I I'll show you twenty nine minutes in heaven. <laughs> You only I'm, enjoy 30 seconds of it, though. 90 minutes in heaven, that's what it was. <laughs> okay. I'm like, whoa, I can't go 90 minutes, guys. Let's, let's, be, let's be realistic. Look, we're we were seven, pushing it at 20. We're going to do seven <laughs> sessions? Jesus. No, but uh, the yeah, book... We're pushing it at 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the book, 90 Minutes in Heaven, is about a pastor who dies uh, on his way home from a pastor convention where they talk about molesting children. No, I'm just kidding. They were doing that. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. But, yeah, he gets in this terrible car accident and is fucking dead. Like, they, like, they, you know, finger on the pulse. Every single person calls it, yeah, this motherfucker's dead. And another pastor from that convention happens to be driving by. And then he goes over. And it's 90 minutes later. He goes over to this dude's body and starts, you know, homonipachus, tapetus, spiritus, ante. Like, starts praying over this dude's body, wakes back up, is alive. What and, the fuck, bro? Yeah, like, he... <laughs> he's a goddamn zombie. Yeah. He's Jesus. Yeah, boy, he's Jesus part two. Yeah, yeah. he's Jesus-like, because he only was dead for 90 minutes, not three days. Well, you know. But, uh, yeah, so, like, that's the one that I confused about, because the other one that I actually read, I hadn't read that one, but the one that I read was Heaven is for Real. It's about a boy in Nebraska who dies. And then he goes up to heaven, and then the rest of his life, he's, like, telling his parents. And, like, not even, like, telling them about it. It's just little, like, four- and five-year-old conversation. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I was sitting at the right hand of this guy on his right-hand side, and he had a really long beard, and he was really nice. But on the Bible, it says, you know, when you're taken up to be with Jesus, you're going to sit at the right-hand side of my father. Yeah. And, like, he was talking about, like, dead relatives, the baby that mm-hmm. they lost, like... That was the book that I meant to talk about in the last episode. The yeah. heaven, is, the heaven is for Real is the book. Sarah called me out on it. She was like, you got those books wrong. And I was like... <laughs> Listen, Sarah. I was like... We don't fact check ourselves. Yeah. We don't have a Jamie, okay? I was like, I'm... Number one, <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan. There we go. That's the what? first Joe Rogan. We're five minutes in. <laughs> no, Joe we're Rogan. Ten and a half minutes <laughs> in. Yeah. Ten and a half minutes in. Uh, but yeah, she was like, you got those switched because Heaven is for Real is long to little boy. 90 minutes in heaven is a car accident. And I was like... I, I think I know what I was talking about. She's like, no, I read Heaven Is For Real in one night, and then once I was done reading it, I started reading it again, and then I read it again. I read it twice in one night, Mike. I know what book I'm talking about. And I was I'm like, going to take Sarah's side on this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did, too. And then like, I Googled the images and the, the books, and I was like, oh, fuck. I totally fucked those up. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we were texting about the afterlife. We're going back and forth, and... Uh, She's like, so what do you believe in the afterlife? And I was like, oh shit, like, huh. That kind of, like, it kind of took me back because I was like, do I even, do I think heaven is real then? Or it's like, because I don't, I don't think that hell exists because for me, hell was a concept that people, they use to control people. I think this is hell. Ooh, okay. I think we're already here. And this is just a testing ground to get to heaven. Okay. So, Earth is suffering, no matter what it is. And I was watching this crazy fucking YouTube video um, yesterday, actually. 
it was about how Jesus Christ and his disciples were, it was just a death cult. Yeah. It, it wasn't anything more or less than that. It was just a, a, a sect of Judaism. Mm -hmm. And they had um, this potion or this beer or this wine, whatever the hell they call it, right? And it was a psychedelic wine. And it would literally not kill you, but you have like near death experience on it. It'd be like, it's like ayahuasca, but you're like, you're literally seeing God. You're having death on earth to see the afterlife. Holy shit. Like that's how he proved, quote unquote, proved that God is real and God exists. And that's how he created, not created, but that's how he got these 12 disciples to literally preach his word every single day, every, every minute of every day. Right. Because... Holy shit, they saw fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Where's so, your, there's no room for faith when you have proof. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not faith anymore, you know? It's it's literally, here it is. This is the word. This is the word of God. I literally talked to him yeah. or her or it or the deity, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Do you think they then changed because they realized how much power and money they could have? Yes. 100%. So and then, then religion, quote-unquote yeah. religion, uh, got on uh, human humans yeah. uh, took it, you know, like they took it and ran with it, you know. Well, that's what uh, L. Ron Hubbard, founder uh, of uh, Scientology. Scientology, yeah. Yeah, he was a science fiction author, and he said, terrible he, one at that. Yeah, he's like, you know, I got to <laughs> get into the religion. That's where all the money's at. Yeah, and then founded a fucking fake ass religion. Dianetics, but, baby, they work. What is Dianetics? That's the, uh, <laughs> basically like the scripture of, of Scientology. Oh my Jesus. It's what, uh, Tom Cruise does to make him, like, it, it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Like, you should look into Dianetics. But, like, I think it works. I really do, because it's like, it's literally fucking your own, like, um, it's, it's breaking your brain, right? It's saying, like, you are only, you're drowning out all the negativity. I'm, I'm probably butchering this, because I haven't really done any research into it either, but it's like, that sounds about right for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is my perception of what I think it is, okay. right? So it's like, it's, it's basically like, um, it's, I don't know what it is. Now I'm talking about it, you know? Uh, and and yeah. it's and it's literally, it, it's like a, you're positive all the time. No matter what. You're If you're negative, you're fucking up, you know? And, it, and, like, and it works for Tom Cruise. It works for these people. Like, that's why... You have these people who join this cult. Yeah, it's, it's a cult. It's not a religion, people. But I don't know how they get taxes done. Because if you guys, we should do this. We should have the awesome, awful religion. Fuck it. I, don't, I want everything I do tax exempt. Right. Why not? Like, Seriously. let's just fucking exploit these loopholes. Like, yeah, you know like they are. Joel Olstein. Yeah, like Joel like, Olstein. Exactly. Have you seen his mansion? It's so dumb. All yeah. of this is dumb. Yeah. Like, how how is it twenty twenty one and they're able to get away with this shit? I know, yeah. Like, I really think... Yeah, people they, really believe in religion? Like, come on. Well, that's come something on. I read this uh, thing. It was like, uh, atheism is actually on the rise or non-religious. Yeah. And I think it was in Great Britain where it actually took over. It was like 51% of the population who, who was who was asked about it. Like, who was surveyed. They should put it on the census. Yeah. Like, they should put it on... Like, do you I, believe in God? I think they do now, actually. But... Because I took the census. I did the census. I think I did too, but I don't know if I... Yeah. I don't remember. I but yeah, I... Yeah, like, non-religious is actually becoming what is the majority. And it's like... Good. Yeah. People are starting to wake the fuck up. Seriously. Because I just... I can't fathom how people can see the hypocrisy yeah. still. Like, it just... I can't. What I don't understand is how we still have Catholic churches that aren't burning to the ground. Yeah. I Seriously. mean... 
I would, if, if my kid was touched by a fucking Catholic priest, I would burn that fucking church to the ground. I'd be in jail. I swear to God, I would. Like you can, like this is all this is being recorded, and and I was, I'm, I'm very very upset with the Catholic Church because they don't get in trouble. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What other organization can can you touch kids and get away with it? None. Yeah, the boys, the uh, Boy Scouts got shut down. Yeah, you know, like, like. Sandusky, you still know who Sandusky is, yeah. like from two thousand five or whatever the fuck he touched those kids in the uh, in the in the showers and at Penn State. You know, it's like yeah, that 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 coach uh, what was coach's name uh, Joe Lou Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno yeah. was a fucking god amongst men yes. of Penn State. Yes, and they fucking took his statue down. Yeah, they fucking like his he died because of it. Yeah, because he got they were like, dude, you have to step down. He was mm-hmm. like, I was gonna coach till I died. They're like. No, we, we can't, can't have, have you a part yeah. of this. Yeah, and he stepped down. And he fucking died like a month later. They literally killed him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's just un- it's unfathomable. How me. how they can get away with that is well, the thing. It too, blows that, my absolute blows my mind. It's not just that they get away with it, Dan, but that other people inside the church protect it. Yeah, like that's why I think every single person. So this is what I, I I was talking to my mom about this. Um, and I was basically yelling at everybody in the in the kitchen at Nighthawks Cafe. <laughs> you should uh, patron there, by the way. Patron Nighthawks Cafe. Yes. Get a um, damn special. So good. Oh, so fucking good. Anyways, um, I was literally yelling at everybody in the kitchen about this stuff. Right. I was like, this is what happens. Uh, she was like, because I was like, we should burn every Catholic church to the ground. And I was, I'm still completely serious yeah. about this. You know? And uh, she goes, what? No. Not every priest touches kids. I'm like, okay. Fine. What we're going to do is we're going to burn down every single church that a priest has touched a kid and all of the churches that supported that priest. Yeah. How about that? Because silence is compliance. Is compliance. And exactly. it's, 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 it's just not right. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's disgusting to its core. And I can't, I, I seriously can't handle it. Like it, it, whenever I think about it, I just get so intensely angry at it. Yeah. That I just want to burn all to the ground. Dude, did and you see the movie Spotlight? Uh-uh. Do I want to? Yes. Yes. Okay. This It's how, it's the story of the reporters of the Boston Globe who blew up the uh, priest sex scandal. Oh. Like, it was happening, and there would be little blurbs here and there, but newspapers, everything would just like, like, just a little blurb about it. Like, it was never talked about, especially in Boston, which is a very Catholic city, until these reporters, like, it was right time, right place. They got it, they found, they got all the information, and they were like, 13 priests molesting children? Like, the guy, uh, like Garibaldi, because it's, it's real people that they're talking about. Uh, Garibaldian. Uh, the priest, yeah, he went to prison, yeah. How about the other 12? No, I don't think so. How about we find their fucking addresses and chop their fucking balls off? I agree. But, so, uh, this rep- this lawyer... And beat their uh, head with a hammer. Yeah, this lawyer was like, hey, I have proof, like, documents that show that the Cardinal of Boston, the Archdiocese of Boston, knew that this dude was a pedophile and did nothing to stop it. And not only him, but 12 other priests. So at first, they're like, oh, you know, it's fucking 13 priests. That dude's a fucking crackpot lawyer anyway. He's just trying to get famous or get some money for the sure. church, from the church. They look into it, and they find this uh, 
uh, this guy, Richard Seif, again, he's a real person, he's an ex-priest, uh, who's also a psychologist, and he spent his entire working life studying the phenomenon of uh, priests molesting children, and he would interview these priests, and he what would do a fucking life to have there. Right, yeah, yeah trying yeah. to, and like, he worked on documents to try and say, look, this is a billion dollar problem that the church is going to have here. Talk about doing God's work. Yeah. And, uh, but <laughs> no irony. Like, like, he wasn't the one that came up with the paper, but yeah. another guy did. He just helped write some, some whatever. But he was like, no, yeah, it's actually like closer to 15% of priests act out sexually with children. And they did the math and like 90 fucking priests in Boston alone are would be molesting children out of the hundreds that are there. And he was like, yeah, that sounds about right. They do the due diligence, Dan. They find 88 priests in Boston alone. And then from there, the cat, the cascade of, it just, it blew open because they were getting victim testimony. They were getting fucking, uh, they interviewed a priest and she was like, hey, so we have some reports of you molesting boys. So I have a quick question. Yeah, go ahead. With cancel culture so prevalent. This was in the early 2000s. Regardless. Yeah. It's prevalent now. Yeah. And it, and Kevin Hart got canceled yeah. from the fucking, uh, uh, what, the Oscars, whatever, yeah. for tweets he did in 2009. Yeah. Okay. Why the fuck aren't we canceling the Catholic Church? It's a great fucking question. Why is everybody sitting on their fucking hands? Why is everybody, why is everybody not being a keyboard activist against the Catholic Church? Like, is there a literal active conspiracy uh, stopping these tweets or stopping these people from talking about it? Uh, like, if if we, I upload this podcast and all of a sudden it gets taken down, trust and believe, all nine of our listeners are going to hear from it. <laughs> but right. I'm serious though. No, like, I, know. like yeah. I don't understand how the ca- cancel culture hasn't gotten wind of this hasn't Once. fucking taken hasn't piled on and, and tried to fucking literally dox these priests yeah imagine if, the, if those priests got doxed yeah. like like if their personal information and their fucking uh where they live and how many people got transferred and, and who transferred who and where and and, and, and who's hiding who yeah. and all of them got doxed i mean you'd be you'd be you'd be, you'd be saying mass murder on your hands you would yeah but Good, because <laughs> fuck them guys. Well, yeah, that's one of the things that has. Uh, this is one of those pivotal pivots we have. Yeah, that uh, how has, we start talking about this, by the way. Uh, religion, heaven. We talk about heaven and oh, religion. Yeah. Uh, and how Jesus was a death cult, and they ah, drink wine, talking right. about seeing God. And then I asked you about faith being a brought in as a way to control people. Yes, that's, that's yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we were able to get there. Yeah, uh, but. No, so for me, like one of the reasons why I think we need really big criminal justice reform is uh, that should be another one of our topics. We should right. write that down. Like that's going to be a really good one. I have a lot to say about that, especially with private prisons and prison labor. Yeah. Oh fuck! Oh my god! It's slavery. It's yeah. base. It's slavery. It, it is not. It's they, not basically slavery. It is slavery. They wrote it under yeah. the Constitution mm-hmm. that way. The Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah. It ended slavery unless you're a criminal. Yep. And then all of a sudden. Lo and behold, black people are criminals now, yeah. not slaves. And then, and then, huh, lo and behold, the fucking war on drugs comes. Yeah. But it only targets poverty. It only targets the dealers. You know, and it's like, okay, all right, but, but whatever. Yeah, for me, 
Uh, think, another tangent we just went <laughs> I think we need the death penalty for child rapists, child molesters. I don't. There death is death penalty is a tough. That's a that's a. I don't. I don't think we should have a death penalty at all. I think we should. Even though I'm advocating for the death of these child molesters, right? No, but I, I don't think we should have it at all because there is that very small chance that you get it wrong. And any chance that you get it wrong at all, yeah. you, you don't put an innocent man to death. So right. therefore, it should never be there. And that's just my personal opinion. Obviously, like obviously, it still still exists. And I think but, maybe then in cases where the evidence is so extreme, because yeah, and I'm right with you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, I don't like. I'm for the death penalty, but I'm for it when it works. Like sure, I yeah, don't but, want innocent people going to jail. I want. It, I don't care how much money it costs. If a person, this dude murdered his whole entire family, confessed to it and everything, and he said, yeah, let's go. Let's speed up this process. Put me to death. They're like, no, due diligence. We have to make sure you're guilty. He's like, I fucking confessed. He murdered five people. All Why didn't he just kill children. himself? Exactly. Yeah. Like, why are you costing me taxpayer money, man? Right. Like, just yeah. fucking off yourself while you're at it. But, so... Like, bitch. I think every <laughs> single death row case before it gets to the point where it's like last minute, like, oh, oh my god, he has 30 days left before he's going to be executed. Like, no, but we have the time. Like, just have one department or something dedicated to re reevaluating all the evidence. Like, how many death row cases actually are there? Like, you would need like a team of what, 10, 15 people? And a laboratory to test DNA and everything, like, and to make sure that these people are actually guilty, because the number of people that are innocent have been innocent that have been put to death is too damn fucking high. One is too damn high. Yeah, you uh, know, like, um, have you ever heard of the Innocence Project? Oh yeah, love yeah, the I love that too. And I get their emails sporadically, and it's like, I, I, I cringe opening them because I know I'm gonna be like, oh my god. This like this guy only has a month, or this guy has a year, and he's been fighting for the last fifteen years. Like DNA evidence can exonerate this guy, but they re they refuse to release it because the prosecutor doesn't want his 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 record tainted. That's you know? that's and one it's thing like, I hear it's about so Kamala disgusting. Harris. Yeah, oh is my that, god, yes, yeah. Kamala Harris is the absolute yeah, fucking epitome had, of evil. Yeah, she had several of those cases to where she was like, "Hey, you sexist." Don't ever talk about her record. Oh, yeah, okay. Because well, she has a vagina. Can't, can't talk about public record, though. Yeah. Uh, like, Jesus. But no, like, can't I just it? can't who, fucking... Who do you think you are? With <laughs> <laughs> your white privilege. Yep. Talking about a black woman like that. Yeah. Can't believe you. That, that, you're, you're a right, person yeah. of color. I don't know if she's black. Is she, is she black? black? Jamaican or whatever? Black, Indian. Yeah, all, all, all that stuff. Good for her. First first lady. Yeah, I mean that's that's impressive, but no, she's not first lady. First uh, vice president. Yeah. I wish they picked, you know, I, I wish they picked like Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, yeah. Someone who's actually one hundred percent, a hundred, a thousand percent. Yeah. But no, she doesn't want to play ball. Yeah. She doesn't want to play ball with the elites. So guess what? The elites shoved her off the stage. Literally, when she had stage time. Yeah. Like she. Oh my god. Okay. Do you know what happened? No. Hit me. So you remember when it was just. Bernie and Biden, right? The, right. The, those are the only two people debating on the stage. Well, the the only way that so she was still in the race. She was still fucking saying, "Hey, hello," like I'm still a candidate here, right? And and then the DNC was just like, 
you have to do such such and this. You have to have this many donations to get on stage. You have to have oh, this dude. this many electorates or delegates and uh, after Super Tuesday, right? Okay. And then she had it. She had all the qualifications for it. Then they changed the rules at the last minute, and all of a sudden, Bernie and, uh, Bernie and Biden are the only two that that qualified for it. I'm just like, oh my god, it's literally happening. Like what happened to Bernie in 2016? It happened to him again in 2020, but it also happened to her even more so. And she, and like they were just literally just spewing lies at her, like saying she was an Assad apologist and she's a Russian asset. Whatever the fuck that means, she's a goddamn army veteran. And how? What the fuck, man? I hate the DNC. Like so goddamn corrupt through and fucking through, man. As much as people like want to make it, make it about. Republican and Democrat. It's like, no, politicians. No, it's the machine. Yeah. The machine yeah. is what's corrupt. It, it is rotten to its core. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's both sides. Yeah. Like, yeah, both are yeah. just like fucking Ted Cruz now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Going to fucking uh, Cabo Cancun, or whatever. Yeah. Cancun, and then like... Yeah. Uh, in the Cancun. middle of a fucking uh, electri- electricity crisis in Texas. Yeah. Like, power grid crisis. And then, like, when he was, like, calling out some Democratic person for going, for leaving. Yeah. During, like, they should be, they should be, they should be hung in front of their houses. And it's like, oh, like, so you don't have power, so because you're using your wealth and prosperity, you're going to go to fucking Mexico? And when everybody saw, like, uh, him on on the plane and, uh, uh, like, in the airport and all that shit, like, and reporters were reaching out to his, his, his team, and they were all completely radio silent and wouldn't do it. You know what they were doing? Huh? This is my personal opinion is they were waiting until he got back into the United States. So he could say, no, he's not in uh, Cancun. He's in the United States or, or like he's in the United States. Not like he never went there. It's like, he's in the United States. What are you guys talking about? He's here. Jesus Christ. Man. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it, it, it's disgusting I all the way through. want to know. That's why, honestly why I want to get into politics. I Fox honestly, 20, 40, 2040. <laughs> 20 years from now. Yeah. I honestly want to know why Texas voted for him again after, like... They don't have any other choice. But literally any other person would have been better because Ted Cruz... Well, I mean, that man is fucking spineless. For one, like, Donald Trump called his wife ugly in front of God and everybody. And as you don't mess with Texas, and he's a fucking diehard Texan. And then fucking... Ted Cruz. And then he fucking... uh, Rafael Theodore Cruz. And then he fucking is calling people on behalf of Trump in 2016. That's his first name, right? I have fucking no idea. Rafael. Rafael. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He's a fucking Mexican. I'm just <laughs> fucking with <laughs> it. <laughs> he is. That is his first name, though. I don't yeah, know. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if he's Hispanic or not, but but no, just, like the dude's spineless, man. Like yeah. you, re- like you. His dad was the Unabomber. His dad was a Zodiac killer. <laughs> Zodiac killer. <laughs> Get it fucking right, Dan. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm all over the place tonight. Uh, but yeah, man, I, don't, I just, it's the whole, like, we just need, that's one of the, all right, so this is going to sound completely off, uh, random coming out of nowhere, but that's one of the reasons why the constitution is probably the best written political document ever. If we follow it. Yeah. But it also, it allows people to get, it allows the change to be made to it. Oh, yeah. So like it's the, a flexible legal document. Yeah. Yeah. To strive to make a more perfect union. Like that's what they are, what they, why they wrote it, because they even knew then that they couldn't do it. Then they knew we need to take time. Yeah. Like we've just followed it blindly for the last couple hundred years. Like we need to re-examine the document, and we really need to re- to make some changes to it because, like, 
cocksuckers like Ted Cruz are allowed to exist in the system. The DNC is allowed to exist in the system and pick and choose who they want to run as a Democratic candidate. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Rafael Cruz is a uh, he's a Russian asset. I wouldn't be surprised if he is. I mean, Jesus, look know. at him. <laughs> it's just like that's the only thing like people throw out now is like uh, Russian asset. Oh, he's he, he's Russian. Like it's like fucking McCarthyism all over again. Yeah. You know, like. When the history books look back at this time, they're gonna like they're seriously gonna be just like put their head over their their hand on their head and just shake their head, you know like they're gonna be so goddamn disappointed this yeah, time. Seriously, like I'm, I'm disappointed in it. now. I'm disappointed in it. Yeah, that's just the, how did we get here? You know, that's like the amount of rancor and uh, indecision and decisiveness that is split. I mean, literally split families apart. Yeah, because. You decided to, like you liked one person more than the other, like that just is just has boggled my mind. Like, to, like I just I can't, like I can't fathom it. Like and like granted, you know Trump was a national embarrassment, like international embarrassment. I would think the fact that the man couldn't string two words together in a sentence. Uh, when he was talking, like he he couldn't sound coherent, and you know, Biden Biden kind of stutters and he whatever, but like it's more than a stutter, yeah. bro. That's yeah. cognitive decline. Yeah, right. I'm not even kidding. No, I I know. Like, I've yeah. seen the. Yeah, it's 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 very upsetting. Yeah, like it's kind of sad to watch. You know, like is this it, guy needs to be living his best years in a nursing home right now. Like, is there's it, no way he should be running the world. Is it like, too much to ask for someone who's not in their seventies to be president? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Like, we could have had Tulsi fucking Gabbard, who's in her 40s, or 50s, maybe. I think she's in her 40s. Like, young, young-ish, right? Attractive woman, person of color, who had a level head of veteran. Like, she was the perfect goddamn candidate. candidate. Yeah. Tulsi and Bernie. Bernie uh, Bernie for president, yeah. Tulsi is vice president, or vice versa. Yeah. Like, how fucking hard is this? Like, that's who we wanted. Yeah. That's who the American... They would have rolled Trump. QAnon or all the other fucking uh, Trump supporters yeah. probably would have got on their team because that's the populace that you can get behind. Yeah. You know, not a fucking fake populist who's just going to do corporate tax cuts and, and quote unquote make the economy best it's ever seen in years because what? Your corporate buddies got fucking uh, uh, got paid out? That doesn't make a good economy. Right. A good economy means you have a rising wages for the middle class. You have a rising middle class and you don't have this insane uh, inequality going on. You know, this same inequality is is representative of the same thing of, of the uh, Bolshevik Revolution of, of uh, during uh, the yeah. Russian Revolution. So when Stalin took took power, right? So like like we are there, like we're here. <laughs> what are we gonna do now? <laughs> like if you had when you have people like Jesse Ventura calling for the fucking guillotine. Did you right. hear about that? No. Like he's like he's he said uh what the fuck yeah he was quote unquote joking but I. He seems serious, and and I don't, and honestly, I don't think he has a bad idea. But he's like, you shouldn't be making more than a million dollars a month. What are you going to spend that on? Yeah. Like anybody who is mega rich, insanely just can't even wrap your fucking head around rich, shouldn't exist. Right. He was just like, and he's like, maybe we should pull out the guillotines. He was like, eat the rich. And the same exact thing they fucking did in the, rest of, in the French Revolution. Yeah. You know, like, that was the bloodiest revolution in the, in the history of the world. I think it still might be, but 
there's been a lot of fucking bloody ones in the Middle East that we caused. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, and just, um, no, yeah, the, the wealth inequality, and this is the thing that drives it home to me that makes it just so fucking crazy, is you have fucking Joe Schmo on the corner making $35,000 a year getting in your face and defending Defending billionaires. the billionaires, yeah. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. like, you are never going to, like, if we make tax cut, taxes for the ultra-wealthy, that's not going to affect you. But one day, I might be a millionaire, and so, I don't want to pay those taxes. And, and you know what, what it is? Like, what, what just really grinds my gears is those same people, my mom is one of those people. Yeah. Like, when she listens to this, she's probably going to be, be angry that she, if she is one of my listeners. But, um, is... She goes, she says this. She says, those rules are, are there for you and me. We can use them. Well, they are, technically. Oh, oh yeah. Like, you know, the loopholes. Yeah. Like, well, you, sh- you have to be mega rich first. Yeah. And you know what? They make the rules to where you can't get mega rich to use those said loopholes. Yeah. To where they can keep making themselves more and more and more and more money. Where they buy, buy themselves the 15th mega yacht. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it, it, it absolutely grinds my gears when, when they defend the rich. You know, because these guys are the ones fucking everybody up. Like, they don't, it's not a race thing, I don't think. I don't think it's a, I don't think there's a, a race inequality so much as it is a classist inequality. You know, it and it's, a, it's it's more of a class warfare versus a fucking race warfare. It is know? a green inequality, it's a green uh, problem. A green problem. Oh yeah, money problem, yeah. And they don't care what color you are, they care oh, about how much money you Oh, have. by the way, you want to know what I've been, uh, Super into, hit me. Blockchain technology. Right, you were telling me about that. Yes. Like, uh, yes. And then I started having a stroke. Very, very optimistic for our future. Okay. Very optimistic. I think it's it, it's we're literally on the cusp of a technical technological revolution, not seen before since the cell phone came out. Oh damn. Yeah. So if Ooh, you remember how your parents were when the cell phone came out. Yeah. How far behind they were, or, or even your grandparents, right? How, how, right. Uh, I think grandpa didn't even have a fucking uh, cell phone until probably 2010, yeah. right? I don't even think he ever had one. ever really. had one? Yeah, I know he had a flip phone, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. But um, either way, um, blockchain technology is going to absolutely revolutionize the world in every single world, co- uh, uh, world economy. Okay, what is a blockchain? <sighs> Stay with me here, people. Mm-hmm. Um because I don't even know it fully, right? I've been just absolutely, I dove headfirst into this because I'm like, I ain't going to get left behind, right? You know, like, I, I'm going to be on top of this, and I will be the uh, an early adopter of this when it comes, when it actually finally hits that critical mass where you have, like, 100 million users of it, and, you know, kind of how, like, social media works. Where, right, yeah. You know, yeah. So when you have that many people using it and, and accepting it and knowing what it is, it's going to take off and absolutely revolutionize everything. But um, basically what blockchain is, Reader's Digest version, very layman's version of this, is say you and I want to do a transaction. Okay. Okay. I give you, say, Bitcoin. Okay. Or some sort of cryptocurrency. Well, what the cryptocurrency uses is a blockchain network. So it's like cryptocurrency is just one fraction of what blockchain can do. But basically all blockchain is, is an electronic ledger. So, um... Imagine, you know what a LAN network is, a local area network? Yeah. Okay, so imagine a LAN, right? And imagine that LAN has a million a million people in the network, right? Yeah. A million computers all, all hooked up to the same network. Well, when one transaction happens between me and you, 
every single computer on that network records that tr transaction. Oh. Yeah. 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 And and you know and 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 with cryptology with uh, encryption getting better and better and better, like we're gonna have our own encryption code. Like I'll have mine, you'll have yours, and they'll be synced together. So like they'll be merged together in a chain. So like we'll have a, the block is the uh, uh, the transaction. Right. That's how I how I understand it. So the block is the transaction. So like you have the, the initial block, which is the transaction, and then you have the chain, which is between us, me, and you, getting um, uh, saying, hey, I'm giving you five dollars or whatever, five shitoshis or whatever the fuck a Bitcoin is, right? Yeah. So it's like I'm giving you the equivalent of this value, and every single person on the network sees it, and goes, "Okay, fine, we all accept it. This is all this is all happening. You no longer need middlemen. You no longer need banks. You no longer need fucking uh, institutions. You don't need these people. You don't need bureaucracy. You don't need four four signatures before you buy a house. You right. know you don't you don't need a, a stack of papers." Uh, showing everything like you have it all right here in front of you and you know that it can't be forged because what happens oh by the way this is how how, how you know it can't be forged and it's super uh, super secure is we both have our own you know crypt uh, uh what would i say was it? encryption Encrypt right code, yeah, yeah yeah so we both have our own and it gets synced together in a block right? or, or, or in a chain and say you wanted to fuck me out of my five dollars or Vice versa. I want to fuck you out of my out of your five dollars for whatever services I performed. Well, if you try and go back and take that money back, well, what's going to happen is say that that chain is already in in like a little bubble, right? And every single block after has that encryption code in it. Oh, yeah. So so say so say I go out, I go in and, and tamper with that ledger, or I go in and say, hey. Fuck you, Mike. I ain't giving you my. I ain't giving you that money, or 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 I try and take that money back. But what's gonna happen is that one block will get app will get what they call. Uh, this is where I get kind of fuzzy. I'm, I'm still trying to. I'm still right there. But so that one block will be tampered with, or it'll it'll show that a change has been made. And when that change has been made, it changes all the other blocks in the line. So okay. all the other transactions that's happened after will change too. Yeah. Because that encryption code gets gets taken and put into the next one and put into the next one and put into the next one. And then all of a sudden, if one thing changes in the middle of the blocks, mm -hmm. everything changes in the entire network. Jesus. So it's extremely secure, decentralized, and you don't need institutions. And you can use this for everything. Yeah. It's bananas. Absolutely bananas. Damn. Yeah. This is going to... And, and it's such a simple concept, which is crazy to me. You know, it's like, what... Think about what exactly a bank is at its core. It is a bunch of assholes that hold your money. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, essentially. I mean, but why do we need them? I honestly have no idea. Well, I mean, you could put your money in a, under your mattress. Right, yeah. Right, if you want to. But, I mean, uh, here's a better question. Why do people trust banks? Because they're fools. Because, I mean, I don't trust banks. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't it's all, it's no, no problem. So basically what a bank is at its core is a ledger. It's just going, hey, you're giving me money. We're holding your money. And if you want to use your money that's in my bank, you just have to use our card. Right. Right? So it's like it's like it's debits and credits. That's all a bank is. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And then they have all the other functions, which is like 
interest rates and loans and blah, 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 right? They can do all that. But we wouldn't need that if you have a a digital ledger that you don't need anybody to – because what a bank was originally used for is trust. Yeah. You know, like we don't know if Joe Blow is going to give us the money to buy that house. If it's in the bank and they have a cashier's check, well, all of a sudden I have that money because it's guaranteed by that bank. Right. But if we have it in a blockchain or if we have it in a, in a cryptocurrency uh, style, say, I will give you $250,000 for this house or right. 250,000 Bitcoin or whatever the fuck you want, you want to call it, right? Um, only after we make the, make the move. Like once you're out and I'm moved in, that $250,000 will then be uh, initiated to you. You don't need a bank for that. Yeah. So it's like, this is going to happen. Like, this is on, like, we're on the fucking technological evolution ledge here. We're going to fucking jump off head the guns of blazing. Damn. Yeah. It's going to be fucking fantastic. I think it could go really, really sideways. But well, I mean, that's, yeah. it's like, when you yeah. tell me that, it just says, like, all the negative things kind of came out to me. Like, if everyone's involved, everyone sees it, then it's like, well, that's a, uh, you know, like, kind of like the death of privacy. Like, wouldn't it be at a certain point, though? Like, like, well, because, yeah, yeah it it'd, be, like, it'd be encrypted. You wouldn't yeah. be able to, you just saw that me and you had a transaction. It wouldn't be for what or when. Okay, that, that, cause that's what I was saying. I was yeah. thinking, that's literal, like, oh, they're going to be able to see what mm-hmm. I'm buying. No. But it's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, there's a transaction happening. Yeah, it's encrypted. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, only me and you can see that transaction. Okay. But everybody in the network saw that the transaction happened. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking, I hate going to the bank because it's like, I feel like I have to be on my best behavior. And it's like, like, I saw this video on uh, your mom's house podcast. It's fucking hilarious. But like, this woman was like, this woman, uh, yeah, YMH, yeah. Yeah. Uh, This woman was like freaking out in the bank who's saying like she had like a million dollars and they were just like, yeah, you could kiss my pussy. And it's like, well, one, no one ever hears that before. Like, no one ever says that. So I was like, that's a good, that's a, that's a good uh, throw off. Yeah. But then it's like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, dude, I can't intervene. I can't do anything because I'm at the bank and like they have all my money. And it's like, but that's just like the air of it. It yeah. is like when you walk in, like when we sold our house and we had a, uh, it was a, not a certified check, but it was a check from a uh, lender. Like, like, so the person who we like the title company that handled the transaction between our houses, mm-hmm. like we had a check for X amount of dollars yeah. and it was like, I don't know, like 67 grand, whatever it was. And so it's like that money was already approved beforehand. Like before they even got to like, even looking for a house, they got pre-approved for a loan so that they could buy whatever house they wanted when they wanted it. Yeah. So it's like, this money's already approved. It's basically a certified check. It should be a certified check because everyone's gone through the process to get this money. Yeah. Like it's been stepped on by like seven different people at this point. This money is there. Everyone knows the money's there. And so we go to our bank like, yeah, we want to cash. The, we, don't, we don't want to cash the check. We want to, deposit it and I, we need some money because we have to pay our first month's rent 
Yeah. They're like, no, it's going to be like seven days because we have to verify the funds. No, the fuck you don't. Yeah, because it's a certified fucking yeah. check. Yeah, because yeah. it's been certified yeah. by your mom, by her sister, her brother, her cousin, and everyone else in between yeah. because we just sold the fucking house. Plus, money is fake. Yeah. So, so it was it's like, literally just backed, it's just backed by your government. Like, it, it's. But yeah, so they were, so, yeah, they ended up going, like, well, we'll call the bank and make sure that it's there. It's like, good, do whatever you have to do so we can fucking get some money because we have to pay people. The yeah. only thing that's cool about money is what you can buy with it. Yeah. Have you seen some of the videos and TikToks coming out of what's going on in Texas with the weather being all fucking? I don't, I, I refuse to download TikTok. Everybody has no. gives me wide-eyed looks. With no, them. that's I I, no, I completely understand. Yeah, yeah, I wish I haven't downloaded it because it's a time suck. Oh yeah, but these people are posting videos of like going to grocery stores that are running on emergency power and like they're completely empty. Uh, this person was at the uh, the meat counter and this guy just had his meats like out in the fucking boxes and he was like with a headlamp on, like rationing out to people. Holy shit. Yeah. Like some like, dystopian shit. It is dystopian level shit in Texas right now. Damn. You know why it's happening though? Raphael Ted Cruz. <coughs> Agreed. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> because ruining this country. Uh, <laughs> Texas decided to say fuck all y'all. We're oh, not going to do, do, do We're not, we're not going to be part of the federal government. We, we're our own independent state. Yeah. And then now they're paying for it, and even though the companies that are in Texas that have run the power, they were told, hey, you need to winterize your shit because you're going to get fucked one of these days. And yeah. they're like, no, we're going we're gonna to keep making money this way, so we're not going to do that. Yeah, we'll take, well, that's a risk we'll take. Yeah. And then now they're getting effed in the A, and everyone's like, will you please help us because we're freezing to death, and it's... 32, it's 30, Well, that's what, that's what happens when you have a populace that doesn't hold the powerful accountable. Yeah. You know, like, shit hits the, when shit hits the fan, well, you didn't do your work for the last 30 years. Yeah. You know, like, you were just running on the gravy train, you know, like, you didn't do your due diligence as a populace. Yeah. And that's, honestly, that's probably the reason why we're here, you know, is, hey, shit has hit the fan, and all of a sudden, we're just now looking at, at, at how competent our leaders are. Yeah. We've been screaming, like the people who are actually paying attention are screaming, don't vote for these fucks. They're lying to you. And yeah. it's like, well, okay, well, let's wait a little bit longer. Like, it can't be that bad. We'll, we'll have George W. Bush in there because, you know, we knew his dad. It's, yeah. it's fine. And then 9-11 happened. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, well, here's the Patriot Act. Let's take away all of our fucking, let's take away all your fucking civil liberties. You know, it's like. How deep of a conspiracy theorist are you? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Do you think that 9-11 was an inside job? I know it's a meme now, but like, I'm 100% serious. There is some fishy, fishy, fishy things that went on. Whether it was an inside job or not, like whether the actual government did it, probably not. Right? Like, I don't see, I mean... Depending on what day you ask me, right? Yeah. I don't see the the U.S. government actually killing its own citizens. I don't see that at all. Right. But what I do see them doing, and I see it happening now, even during the pandemic, is them taking advantage of a crisis to give them to give themselves more power. Right? right. Rahm Emanuel said it best: "With never let a crisis go, uh, never let 
a crisis go to waste, right? Or never let a good crisis go to waste or something like that, right? And uh, um, what they do is they, they take advantage of it and put in random shit into random bills and, 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 uh, and basically latch on to people's fears, you know? Like, yeah. When you have things like, they have a fucking bill out there called Save the Children Act. Yeah. It's not a good bill. But if you vote against it, it's like, what, you, you don't want to save the children? Yeah. Well, what's going on with it is they want to take away encryption on the internet. It is fucking terrifying. But they call it that so they can go, so the people who aren't paying attention go, well, yeah, fuck, I'm going to save the children. Of course. That's why they named it the Patriot Act. Yeah. But, so it just gives them the NSA, the NSA un, unfettered fucking uh, power. It's just it's a giant power grab, you know, and it's like, it's, it's, it's absolutely bananas what, what people will uh, allow the government to do, you know, you and it's, oh. again, it's when you ask me what, what the government is capable of, whew, there's a, some serious rabbit holes you can go down. Go back even farther, uh, mm-hmm. December 7th, 1941. Talk about, uh, Pearl Harbor? They knew that Japan was going to attack us. They, okay, so well, there's, they had there's the, some... Well, so for me, you've like, listened to that hardcore history episode, right? No, I need to. I okay, so there, so um, hardcore history for anybody who listen doesn't know what it is is based. It's Dan. Uh, what's his last name? Uh, Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin. His name's Dan Carlin. Phenomenal. Absolutely, probably the best podcast I've, I've ever listened to. That's better than Rogan, you know. And but he's he's so fucking good at what he does. He doesn't put them out very much. He, they're like four hour long episodes of, and. It's, it's so good. You should, you should check it out. But basically what happened is, yeah, the U.S. knew about it. Yeah. They did. I mean, it's, it's, it's public record. I mean, it's, it's, sure. But the U.S. is looking at it like, what the fuck? Japan is, act- Japan is going to do, is going to try and take over the entire Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And they're going to bomb Pearl Harbor? This is, listen, 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 tell us right? Oh, so they just—they didn't take it seriously. It was—it was a ben- absolutely batshit crazy plan, right? That they were like, "No fucking way, no fucking way are these guys this bold," yeah. you know? And well, <laughs> they almost fucking got away with it. You well, know? well, they were because what happened is—is is what what J- Japanese the Japanese plan was is to literally like a. a What's the fucking German term at the uh, with the Panzer tanks? Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. They wanted to blitzkrieg the. Uh, they did actually. They they blitzkrieg the entire Pacific. Yeah. And took over every single little island there was. Right. That's why they call it the island hopping yeah. uh, uh, shit. And they literally and they, what they're going to do is is absolutely fortify every single island they can to where it's going to be impossible for the United States or their allies to take over these the, these little islands. So right. it's going to be like, it's it'd be entirely way too much work for the U.S. to, to do this. And then they slowly creep in on the U.S. and then take over from the West Coast. Did Dan Carlin talk about the secret meeting that he had? Yes. Okay. With, uh, the secret meeting between... Uh, Roosevelt and Churchill and... I think it was... I think no, it was Roosevelt and Churchill. Which, yeah. Because, like, what... Like, I guess it's what, you, what you're saying is that they're they're keep their eyes open to know how to manipulate the people when in times of a panic. Mm-hmm. Because we went from being fervently against joining the war. Like, look, we'll make supplies. 
Like oh, it, it yeah. got us out of the war. It got us out of the Great Depression. The yeah, war did. It did. And uh, but and the war machine's been brewing ever since. Right. Like we'll make the supplies. We'll do all the things, but we're not going to send our troops over. And then next thing you know, look at Pearl Harbor happens. Now everyone's mad, and it's kind of like I want to know if at some level they did think like, okay, they're going to attack us, but like this is what we need because. Like, the ships weren't prepared. They weren't safe. The airplanes were lined up to where they could be destroyed at a, like... It happened at 1 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. When the, when no, when no uh, um, service members were actually on the ships and, and doing their... And doing their uh, uh, duties, right? Yeah. There's nobody actively guarding the bases. And, like, they hit them by, quote-unquote, surprise. And... And if you you, re- you really want to know how uh, how deep in the conspiracy guy I am, yeah, hit me. Okay, I'm gonna name you probably ten off the top of my head that are that are absolutely been 100 percent been proven true. We have Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah. Which is not necessarily a conspiracy, quote unquote, but the government knew and like it's, it's called an uh, um, something event, a watershed moment or something like yeah. like a, a moment to where it gets the United States into war and it, and it allows allows the co- allows the United it benefits the United States in some way yeah. some sort of ca- catastrophic uh, catastrophe right or some catastrophe allows the United States to profit off of well you have 9/11 but we'll start the most recent 9/11 um, then you have the Tonkin golf incident in, in Vietnam right which got us you know like they literally never happened. They said they fired torpedoes at a, at yeah. the at the uh, ship in, in the Tonkin Gulf, and the ship was and, completely fine. And the ship, yeah, the ship was fine. Nothing happened, and uh, yeah, fuck it, we're going to Vietnam anyways. Yeah. And then um, before that was the was Pearl Harbor. I think there was something happened in the Korean War. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then um, there was one in World War One, the Lusitania. Lusitania. Thinking of the Lusitania. Yep. And then you have. Um, you have MK Ultra, which is um, basically just the CIA umbrella of all these other disturbing. Uh, uh, Bro, yeah. did you read that book? I not Tom O'Neill, not yeah. yet. No, I need to. I need dude, to get the, get on it. It's so fucking yeah. good. Yeah, that's like, my next book. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, um, but no, dude. Yeah, so I like don't. For me, like watching the 9/11 documentaries that I have watched, like the Loose Change one, uh, still. Steel beams can't get belted by jet fuel. Jet yeah. fuel doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> steel beams can't melt jet fuel. Yeah. Uh, but like <laughs> jet fuel. <laughs> uh, like I just I don't know, man. Like because I've read and seen things like the uh, seeing uh, again other people talking. So you know you don't really know how much you, a grain of truth you have to take with all this. But like like they were they had fighters out on. Uh, that day that it was happening, but like they called it off because, like, they knew that it was gonna, like, or they forced them to go out farther away so they couldn't be response time. Uh, oh, you're talking about the uh, fighter jets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, for me, the biggest thing, Dan, that just reeks of it wasn't a plane that hit the Pentagon was that it wasn't that Pentagon is the most secured building and the most film building of in the United States. And you mean to tell me that the only video we have of a plane hitting the building is from a gas station across the street at a low angle and it's grainy as fuck. And when you and, when you watch it, it looks like a fucking missile hitting it. And hit me. 
the FBI went to that gas station, told every single employee that worked that day that they can't talk about this. It's classified, and if they do, they're under penalty of treason where they can go get the death penalty. Holy shit. Two, they took the video surveillance from that gas station and manipulated it to where you can only see three or four frames, and that's what they released to the public. Yeah. Three, or am I at three? Whatever, either way. Yeah, so three, where they hit... That where the this quote unquote airplane hit the Pentagon was uh, a, was that part of the Pentagon was under uh, construction was under uh, uh, remodeling and four that same place that was under remodeling was the accounting department where Donald Rumsfeld literally three days before talked about how they just lost five billion dollars. Jesus and. And the uh, World Trade Center 5, or whatever, the World Trade Center 4, or whatever, that small building that collapsed because yeah. of fires, was also an accounting department. Yeah. For all of uh, the Pentagon. Yeah, that guy. So, okay, sure, yeah, this wasn't an inside job. Yeah. You ain't getting me fucking riled up now. Well, that's one of the things I was kind of wanted to talk to you about, is because there's a guy who was in World Trade Center 5. And is it World Trade Center 5? It was one of the one of, off, yeah, yeah. It was one of the off buildings. Yeah. And it was awake. It was Wing A is the Trade Center, <laughs> and then these guys are like five blocks away. Yeah. And like they're like, "Oh, we need to be evacuated." And he was like, "Why do we need to be evacuated?" And as they're leaving, explosion. Like, it starts exploding. It's yeah. like, why are we exploding? Yeah. And like, he remembers getting carried out by a firefighter because he's like, "Why are like the planes are hit they hit the towers? Yeah. They're not anywhere because near us." Because of quote unquote. Uh, Debris hit the building and caused fires in the basement. Yeah. What the? What the absolute fuck? You think we're dumb enough to believe that? Apparently. And we are. Yeah. Yeah. We are dumb enough to believe that because we did. Yeah. Oh, since we're unraveling this uh, conspiracy theories, JFK. What do you think <laughs> hold on. There? Hold on. Hold on. We are at an hour. We're gonna start over. We're... All right. We're gonna come back with another episode of Awesome Awful. We're gonna start with JFK because I am on a fucking roll tonight.